Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast featuring Justin Sheeler, Joel Benson, and Paul St. Andrew. Paul and Justin are real estate agents with Remax Results, and Joel is a mortgage professional with Cardinal Financial Company. And now, Twin Cities on the Move. Welcome. This is Twin Cities on the Move, a podcast coming to you live from Minnesota Podcasting, sunny Snelling Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. My name is Paul St. Andrew. I'm a realtor with Remax Results. I'm Joel Benson. I'm with Cardinal Financial, NMLS ID 1064642. And I'm Justin Sheeler with Remax Results. We made it to episode number 30, fellas. Crazy. Can you believe it? This is a big deal. 30 episodes and we're all, I I don't know, man, those three people that listen to us, thank you for keeping us floating here. And actually, thank you to myinsurancewarehouse.com as well. They've been our long lasting sponsor here for quite a while and and we really appreciate them. Anything insurance that you might need, um, really simple website, myinsurancewarehouse.com. Hey, how was your Thanksgiving, fellas? Here, as we're recording this here, it's the beginning of December. The turkey has been eaten, and um, I don't know about your house, but the leftovers have been eaten as well. And I can't find any more pie, which is very (laughs) sad. Do you eat the pumpkin pie? I like it all, Joel. Then look at me. What do you think? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You well, got to go with the ban- banana cream and chocolate. Uh, okay. Know, there's so many good mm-hmm. ones out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What those about are my you? two favorites. Apple pie. I can't stand the, the pumpkin pie. I don't know how people even eat that. Really? Yeah. Really? No, I like a good piece of pumpkin pie. I don't mind it at all. My son, actually, he's 18 years. He's applying to different colleges now. He's a senior in high school. The <laughs> University of Chicago... They have a special essay that he needs to do for his application. And I don't know where this came from, if he made it up or if they did, but he has to write an essay on how to make a pie. He's made what? two yes, he's made two pies so far. We enjoyed a cherry pie from Josh. Mm. Um that was on Thanksgiving and he made a killer apple pie about a month ago. Nice. Nice. And who knew? The, you know, I right. guess he's got a backup plan if this U Chicago thing doesn't <laughs> work out for him. History huh? chef. Exactly. Exactly. So good. So Thanksgiving was good. <clears throat> awesome, man. Ours good. was really good. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, but yeah. It was, it was Never cold. bad. Yeah. Never. I, had some, I had some family in from Arizona. That was that was a good time. Took them to a wild game. Go, go, wild, go wild. Go wild. My wife, uh, I don't actually, I'm not a turkey fan either, but my wife made a turkey this year on the on the pellet grill for the first time, and it, it turned out awesome. So nice. Shout out to oh, Melby. Good, 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 good. No, it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. So, well, moving forward here, believe it or not, it's almost 2022. We're going to have a market update coming up this episode. And um, what do you think of the market? I guess, you know, it, as far as we'll look, we'll look hear later on about what's on the horizon for 2022 but yeah. what do you think how what have you seen just quickly justin in the it seems like it slumped a little and now are kind of yeah we got into a, a, a slight dip in september just kind of in activity not really in prices much right. i mean we, we saw a slowdown in the multiple offers but mm-hmm. yeah now it's right back to really strong yeah, yeah. you got to come in strong and usually above list if you want to if you want to get something seems like it again yeah no, but it's I, you know just it's not it's not quite as bad as it was in the spring you know that was just crazy yeah no i, I heard somebody say it kind of it's gone from mach three to mach one yeah no yep. that's you know and do you see that with loans joel Oh yeah, for sure. I we were just talking off air. It was September. I, I felt a dip, um, just really in 
it, like you said, just a, the activity kind of slowed down, but then it just picked right back up. So, yeah, okay. You know, and like you say, the Mach 3 to Mach 1 is actually, I think in this case, or in a lot of cases, good. We're, we're still seeing some multiple offers, you know, mm-hmm. so I have clients that are, that are uh, that I'm getting pre-approved that are that are losing out on properties, but it's yeah. not happening as often. So okay. that well, three to one might actually be a positive in a lot of ways. Well, I yeah, I would agree with that too. I know I showed a house here this morning that happened to have multiple offers on it, um, but at the same time, as far as listings go, um, my last couple three listings or so that we've had on the market have had one really good, strong, solid offer on them that my clients just said, yeah, let's take it. Sure. Let's go. So That's I think cool. that as a buyer, if you do, if you come in strong and you, you know, look at the market, the, these houses, I'd say 98% of them are priced, you know, correctly if you dig yeah. around the market, you know. So use that data and, and you know, go put in a strong offer and now might be a really good time for you to get a house. That's for sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the other thing, too, is a lot of times we talk about and again, last year was was different, but. In most years, we do always see kind of a dip in the, you know, particularly from, you know, after Thanksgiving through the end of the year. Um, and one of the things we've talked about before is it's it's really it's an ideal time to be in the market. You know, it's there's still things happening, mm-hmm. but at a smaller scale, right? So maybe you have, you know, fewer fewer homes on the market, but and and you know, but they're still they're still there. You know, and that's that's mm-hmm. the thing. It, it's. You know, I, I just saw a post this morning of, you know, some real estate group, someone asking the question, uh, you know, I'm going to list my house. Do I wait till, you know, after the holidays? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's a pretty common It's a very common process. question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and, is. And for me, I, I mean, you guys can probably speak to this better than I can. But, you know, I always say to people that there's, there's activity happening. There's transactions closing. You mm-hmm. decide if you want to be a part of it or not. You yeah, know? that's mm-hmm. a good answer. That's it. I know for me yeah. – um, I, and I probably said this last December on our podcast. I say the same thing for my buyers and myself. My For my buyer clients, I say to them, listen, yeah, you're at a bit of an advantage because it, you, the people that are out looking are serious, yep. you know, and yep. there's not there's not as many. You're not going to find the ones that are out there kicking the tires and then going to happy hour. They're busy shopping or at a Christmas party or doing something else right now. Mm-hmm. So the volume is down. As far as that goes. And then it's, it works the exact same way as the sellers. If you get a showing right now this time of year, that person is probably pretty serious about buying a house. You right. know, they're not yeah. just wandering around and, you know, checking things out for fun. So, yes, I think that now if, you, if you're going to list your house, if you're going to – you do what you want. Like you said, yeah. if you want to be a part of that market. But I certainly wouldn't let this time of the year slow me down if that's what I wanted to do. You know, don't you think, Justin? I, yeah, I agree 100%. The winter does a great job of filtering out the less serious buyers and really refining the market. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, but the, the inventory is so low right now that sellers, if you do put your property on the market at the right price, it's going to sell. Right. And how many houses look really nice at the holiday season? They, they right. look awesome. You know, especially yeah. if you do night pictures and stuff Absolutely. with the snow on the ground. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. It is. It's cool. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, listen, when we come back, I'd love to hear what you guys think what's on the horizon here for 2022. That's just around the corner, believe it or not. <laughs> and um, well, let's start with that. And then I'd love to hear about some Christmas stuff, too. So we'll be right back with Twin Cities on the Move.
Uh, welcome back. This is Twin Cities on the Move, episode number 30. Um, thanks again for tuning in, and thanks again, uh, MyInsuranceWarehouse.com and Minnesota Podcasting for helping us out with this. Um, geez, it's December already, you guys. It's amazing, huh? It just disappeared, it goes, man. It's just... Life moves fast, that's for sure. That's for sure. So we have 2022 just around the corner. By the time that, you know, you guys hear this episode, um, it won't quite be there yet, but by the time we're sitting in the podcast studios here again, it will yeah. be 2022. So I guess I'm. everybody has their own crystal ball. You know, that's everybody wonders, you know, and if you really knew the future, you know, I, yeah, you wouldn't know me because I'd be on my yacht somewhere. But right. I, what... Um, Justin, what do you think, as far as the real estate side of things go, what do you see coming up? Well, yeah, if, and if we want to just recap um, 2021 really quick, we saw, you know, uh, one of the craziest markets we've ever seen in the spring market where it, it just went perfect nuts. storm. Yeah, yeah, it was just crazy. Uh-huh. We saw a huge influx of the iBuyers. We actually felt their presence most this year, probably with like Zillow and Open Door and and Zillow, um, just speaking of Zillow, they announced just a couple of weeks ago that they're getting out of it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were just that talking about news. that off. Yeah, we were just talking about that <laughs> at, when off the air, and and yeah, that it is big news. It's really big news. And there, hundreds and hundreds of houses they just basically dumped. Yeah, you know, and just yeah. yeah, and just sold them at a deep, deep discount. And I, you know. There's a lot of speculations, and and I I to be honest with you, I don't know enough about it to have a giant opinion. Believe yeah. it, or, you know. I mean, it's just you can go way deep into the weeds with oh, as to sure. why they're doing this and what happened, and it's a lot more than just real estate. I think you know, it's a lot of hedge funds, right. it's a lot of, you know, it's a, a lot, lot of big money and investors, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So and maybe they bit off more than they could chew. Who knows? Yeah, you know, but. Yeah, yeah. So no, that was interesting. That was interesting. Do you think they'll be back next year? You have to wonder. I think they'll probably retrofit and come out with something else. Maybe they'll get back into the agent referral stuff more like they used to be. Yes. Making the majority of their money off selling selling referrals to agents. Yeah. Uh, that would be my guess. But they uh-huh. probably have something else, you know, that they're, so they're the working works. on, I yeah. would assume. Yeah, 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 I would have. You know, and there is a market for iBuyers. For we, sure, we, we don't need to go deep into that. No, We've no, had no. a whole episode on it, but yeah. you know, there is a there's definitely a market for it, and mm-hmm. it's not. You know, it's it's it's. I don't think it's going to go away, and I think it actually is. I think the market. You know, it, it like I said, there's a market for it. That it, it does have its place. Yeah, for sure. So so next year, I mean, what do you what are you feeling? It seems very similar to last year as we go into not not quite as much steam maybe but i think here's, inventory's low and here's the one piece of the here's the one piece of the puzzle that i think is going to make things seem not quite as frantic as it was last year was we've all been we've been sprung now out of our houses for six eight nine months you know what i mean yeah. almost a year now you know mm-hmm. that we've right. kind of had a bit of normal living as much as we can you know what i mean things are open Again, we can go to sports. We can do all that. I think part of that spring market was just one piece of the puzzle. Obviously, low inventory, low rates, but then the third part of this trifecta was that everybody was sitting on their hands for a year. Cabin, a lot of cabin oh, fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and they sure. all came COVID out. Fever. They all came out at once. You know, we everybody was very surprised at how well the market did even through COVID here in 20, you know, 2020, but mm-hmm. 2021, I think brought another level of that. 
And I think that that piece of the puzzle, unless, you know, I don't see us, you know, again, spending another winter, you know, in our houses, I get personally. So, but if, if, if that doesn't happen, I think that'll be the one piece of the puzzle that kind of will calm the market down here for the next year. Great point. You know, maybe we'll just stick at Mach 1. Well, you know, know, that's one of the things I think about, and people ask me often, you know, I mean, the one question I'm asked more than any, what are rates going to do, right? And and again, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, If I did, I'd be on that. Yeah, also. But, you know, what we do know historically is rates are still ridiculously low. Yeah. Um, Probably the second question I get asked often is, when's the bubble going to burst? And I, I say to people all the time, there is no bubble. There's no bubble. There just no. isn't. We're, you know, we're, we're, what, what caused a bubble, I mean, there's a thousand things that caused it last time. But, you know, from my perspective, from a lending perspective, it was artificial um, appreciation. It was, uh, you know, lending guidelines that were far too loose. You know, people mm-hmm. were, you know, overextending themselves. It's just not happening in the market right Correct. now. So. I, I think the outlook is strong. I, I really do. I think, again, like I said earlier in this this episode, is going from that Mach 3 to Mach 1 is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure we'll see appreciation slow down a little bit, but it's it's not going to go backwards. You know, I think right. um, mm-hmm. rates, you know, uh, I, again, I can't I can't predict, but I can tell you my, my opinion. My opinion is we'll probably see, you know, we've seen a little bit of an uptick in the last several months. But it's still it's still very low. I mean, con- conventional rates are still in the in the low threes. You know, sometimes under three wow. percent. So, you know, I, I just don't see. We're insulated from I think the 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 potential of of real negative things happening. Um, it's just going to be all sort of normal market. You know, expansion and yeah, and and you know, contraction. I, mean, I agree with that. Works. I think yeah. I don't. I th- I think yeah. All systems go. Really, and it's just going to be kind of calm and normal. And I think we have a long way to go still to what they call a stable market. Yeah, you know, just right. because of a lack of inventory, and mm-hmm. that's you know, that, to me, I think that's just wonderful too. That says so much about how there's so many more people now that uh, houses are actually affordable for. Yeah, right. you know, which is uh, that's a wonderful problem to have. We <laughs> sure don't is. we don't have yeah. this. You know, the group of people that can buy a house is so much bigger than it was thirty years ago, twenty, thirty years ago. You know, which is right. yeah. says a lot. It really says a lot, and that's that's something that we should all be thankful for. You know, we live in a, we live in a country, and we have an economy that is creating wealth. That's yeah. good. Amen. Yep, yeah. absolutely. So, as far as speaking of wealth, yes. what about um? You know, I heard, and I, again, I don't have enough opinion, enough knowledge to have an opinion. But tell me all about what are what are the lending limits? What's sure, going right. on with exactly. that? Exactly. That's one thing I also wanted to to address. So, and the Fed. Yes, every yeah. year, every year the, uh, the the Fed will make a decision as to what the conventional loan limits are going to be. It's the Federal Housing Finance Agency that does this, um, and everybody is predicting. We've been predicting what I've been hearing for the last two or three months was like a six twenty five to six fifty range. So we actually back in in uh, October increased our loan limits to six twenty five. You know, right now that's a conventional loan. Conventional loan, okay. but now we have an official announcement that the conventional Low limit is going to be increased for 2022 to 647 200. Okay. Now, what that means, I mean, and the reason that's important, you know, you talk about people having, uh, you know, more access to homes, you know, affordability, things like that. Um, what that means essentially is when is the amount that somebody can borrow before they get into a jumbo loan territory is lower. Okay. Or, I'm sorry. It's higher. It's right? higher. So, what was it before, Joel? 
uh, this last year it was, oh man, no, what was it? 510, 400. Okay. So that's wow, a big, that's huge. A huge increase. That's a big increase. I think jump. the year before that it was 424 and change. So okay. it's a pretty big increase. Um, the reason it's important is when you get into and, and this doesn't, you know, some loan or some borrowers, a jumbo loan is not a big deal, right? Because they've got good assets, they've got good income, they've got reserves. Those are the primary things that are going to be different if you can if you can qualify for a conventional loan, lower down payment limits. You can still do up, you know, as little as three percent down. Okay. Um, there's typically not going to be a reserve requirement. Reserves, what that means is on some loan products, they require you to have X number of your monthly principal interest taxes and insurance in reserve in your bank account. So maybe it's two months, maybe it's six months. Sure. Depends on the program. So a conventional loan, if you can make it work, is almost always the best option. So having okay. these loan limits increased means more people are going to have access. Because as we talk about, home prices are going up. So, you know, that means the mortgage you know, they need to balances go up and, are going to need yep. to go up as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's happening. So okay. if you want to buy that house, you thought uh-huh. you couldn't, give me a Maybe call. Maybe you can. Huh? Yeah, Maybe you can. Okay, well, that's good news. Yep. That's good news. So sure. Okay, so well, that, there you have it, everybody. 2022 is a, a rosy outlook here from the Twin Cities on the Move crew. Yeah, last thing I'll say about yeah. that, though, is you don't have to wait for 2022. We're, we're honoring that we're, those loan limits now. So you are? Oh, yep. very good. Very good. Awesome. Be a nice Christmas present. It'll be a nice Christmas present. Go buy someone a $700,000 house. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. 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 Well, speaking of Christmas, when we come back, I'd love to hear everybody's Christmas tradition. So we'll be right back with that here on Twin Cities on the Move. everybody twin cities on the move again this is number 30 i can't believe it we made it through 30 episodes thank you again to myinsurancewarehouse.com um proud supporters of the podcast here christmas just around the corner fellas boy it's a fun time of the year that's for sure it's always good um everybody has different christmas traditions everybody does i tell you the one thing that we and i off the air i was saying i gosh i can't think of what we do and you know what we do every year and I forgot, oh, we just did it. And I don't know why I've thought, since my kids are older now, so that's not as exciting, but it's still fun. We go out to a place in Wisconsin, just across um, from Stillwater, and we cut down the Christmas tree. And it's a really fun place to go, and you bring all the kids, and we have fun and drink hot chocolate, and then we stop for lunch in Hudson on the way back. And it's, cool. a, it's a good Griswold moment. You know? What's the name of the tree farm, you know? <clears throat> oh, now you put me on the spot. It's uh, yeah, Valley St. Croix Valley Trees. Nice. Yeah, okay, St. Croix cool. Valley Trees. And you know what? Shout out to St. Croix Valley Trees. One of the trees. best things is, and my dad would be so proud of me because he always told me when I got my first house and had to get a Christmas tree, he said, you know what? You got to figure out where you're going to tie this tree with fishing line because yeah. you're gonna, it's going to tip yep. over. Yep. And it's St. Croix Valley Tree. They have some contraption, and I've tried to do it at home, and I can't do it. But they drop the tree. You bring your tree into the barn. And they drop it into this thing, and it shakes all of the dead stuff off, okay, Mm -hmm. for starters. And then it drills a hole right in the middle of the trunk of the tree. Okay, they cut the bottom off, and it drills a perfectly straight hole. And then for a small fee, they're going to sell you a Christmas tree stand with a post on it right in the middle. And so you get home, and you just drop your tree right into this pole, and you walk away. 
Nice. It's perfect. It's nice. perfectly straight every single time. And that's, that's worth cool. the trip just for that by itself. So that's, that's cool. our that's our tradition. What about you, Joel? Well, you know, we talked a little bit about this. Uh, I, I really, it's hard for me to, the only one real tradition that we have is every year, once a year, we we load all the kids in the car and we drive around and we look at Christmas lights. So, um, you know, there's different places. You can find them in Facebook groups, yeah. you know, like specific homes in the area. Uh, I always like the ones where they've got, you know, you tune to this radio station and they've got music synced with their lights mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's really about the only one I, I can think of. One that I will mention that I haven't done for 15 probably 20, maybe even 20 years now, a good friend of mine, and this was his family's tradition that I just kind of, I don't know, somehow horned my way into, but we, we used to have a, uh, uh, they'd have a, like a, like a football game, like a, they'd, we'd all meet at the local high school on uh, like Christmas Eve day or something like that. I can't mm-hmm. remember which day it was. And a bunch of guys would just show up and we'd, you know, kids, adults, everything. And, you know, it's cold and it's snowy and yeah. we, we'd have, you Play know, football. Like, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's fun. great. That's so Minnesota. I that love is it. so Minnesota. <laughs> that's so Minnesota, man. That sounds super fun. What about you, buddy? Oh, man. I could talk for hours. Yeah. Christmas at the Sheeler household is is an extravaganza. Well, you, you, need to, you need to tell people, though, too. Justin is not an only child. No. No. How many brothers and sisters? Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> How many? There's uh, 13 kids in our family. 13. Yeah. Okay. So I've got you got seven can... sisters Whew. and five brothers. There yeah. you go. So No the... sets of twins. Same mom and dad. Every... Yeah. 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 So there you go. So that alone. That, so what, yeah. what's that like it's fun man especially during the holidays like thanksgiving and christmas there's all not only like my brothers and sisters there and of course my mom and dad but all the nieces and nephews and now we're getting to the age where there's the grandkids and all that running wow. around it's just a zoo but it's it's awesome you need two houses for that. <laughs> yeah so my only, my only thought is we have five kids and i'm always thinking now oh, is christmas gonna break me this year or what right how Can do you, you buy for 13 kids yeah oh it's well, it's one it's, gift you gotta be creative child. yeah, yeah. <laughs> one pack of smoke per kid right. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, it's crazy because my mom just loves christmas yeah. I and mean, connie just goes absolutely nuts and the whole house looks like a christmas grenade went off inside oh fun we got the huge christmas tree in our 12 foot living room and it's just decked floor to ceiling my sisters come in and help her decorate it matter of fact my sisters do most of the decorating now and it's just so it's it's still still at your mom and dad's house yeah wonderful and it's so fun to go over there because you just feel like you're walking into christmas when you get there oh that's awesome yeah it's it's fun it's really cool that sounds super good that sounds super good i know we were talking about movies too all right quickly two movies okay i got polar express and i'll say scrooge with bill murray Okay, okay, a couple winners. Fantastic. So if you're looking Choices. for a couple movies, yeah, what about you, I'm Joe? not going to steal Justin's, but he did. No, 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 go ahead. No, I got no, plenty. No, I got my own. So my, <laughs> th- my two favorite Christmas movies, I would say, would be, uh, what's it called? Uh, t- uh, Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and yep. John Favreau. That's an awesome one. Uh, and, and Elf. Yeah. Elf. Elf is another Elf one. Is that, awesome. that movie is yeah. hilarious. I yeah. like that. Now, Justin? I was going to say Elf, but oh. <laughs> see, I no, tried no, no, not to steal his. See how that goes. National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation oh, is always, always awesome. Yep. Uh, Home Alone, the first Home Alone, is always one of my oh, favorite. Man. And if we could throw in like an alt- first alternate, I don't know, um, Miracle on 
what is it? Miracle on 34th Street has always always nailed me in the heart. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. sat through and watched all of It's a Wonderful Life? No. Nope. Yeah, that's good. No. That's a great movie. No. Yeah, it's that's a little a, depressing. It's a at little time, sad, but it's worth the but wait. It's worth the wait. Yeah. It's no. worth the wait. Now, the movie I was going to not steal from Justin was Die Hard. I oh, yes, of course. Yeah, we all thought the Die Christmas Hard. movie. Yep. <laughs> that, that's a controversy, right? Is it a Christmas movie or is it no, not? No, it's not I, Christmas until Hans falls off Nakatomi Plaza. Uh, it's still oh, Christmas. Right. Yes, that's <laughs> just true. is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what oh, makes Christmas. Such a great movie, so, though. <laughs> yeah. So, well, there you go, everybody. You have a, a lot of binge watching to do yes, here. Watch them all. Thanks to us. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Thank you again for listening. Um, yeah. It's quite a compliment that you guys tune in and, and check us out every month. It's, we love it. That's for sure. Uh, thanks again to Minnesota Podcasting on Snelling Avenue and also MyInsuranceWarehouse.com. This is Twin Cities on the Move. We'll see you next year. This has been Twin Cities on the Move, a real estate and mortgage podcast. Paul St. Andrew and Justin Sheeler are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Results. You can find Paul online at minnesotahomesales.com and Justin at justinsheeler.com with Sheeler spelled S-C-H-E-E-L-E-R. Joel Benson is a mortgage professional with Cardinal Financial Company. You can find them online at cardinalfinancial.com. Cardinal Financial Company, NMLS 66247, is an equal housing opportunity lender and is not affiliated with REMAX results. Joel Benson's NMLS ID is 1064642. This show was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded in their St. Paul studios. And they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of REMAX results, Cardinal Financial Company, or Minnesota Podcasting.